when you purchase a home, it's more than just principal and interest. It's right. you're never going to own a home and and not pay utilities, not have a power payment, not have a gas payment, not have mm -hmm. a water payment. Mm -hmm. So we said, okay, let's talk about PITIE plus utilities. And, and then what's that total payment? And then how can we maximize that for our home buyers? Hi, this is Izumi Tanaka with Home Green Home Podcast. This is the very first episode I recorded in 2023. I decided to make this a episode number one of season three. Today's guest is Don Worthington, a mortgage broker who joined me to talk about a specialty green financing product called Lotility. Enjoy the show. First of all, Don, can you tell me about you, how you ended up in this uh, world of mortgage and especially what we call green mortgage? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, so how I got into mortgages and then how that evolved into green mortgages. Uh, one, I was a first time home buyer. And when I purchased my house, um, honestly, I didn't have a good experience. And <laughs> not having a good experience, I'm like, okay, there's got to be a better way. So that kind of led me into, into getting into mortgages. And I've, I've been doing that since, geez, 2000, uh, 2001. So I've been doing that a little while. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what got me into mortgages. And then what got me into the green mortgages is... Um, the company I work for, uh, the parent company, is an independent mortgage banker. Mm -hmm. And as an independent mortgage banker, we'll write loans for people, and then those consumers will make their payments to us. And so we deal with everything from the hello and the sell side to afterwards. And in that process, um, we started to see when solar came onto the space. Mm -hmm. And as we looked and saw what when solar was happening, there was a there's a big Vivint, one of the companies that was here located in Salt Lake City. Mm -hmm. I really loved what it was doing. Um, I loved the being an outdoor enthusiast here in, in Salt Lake, you know, the clean energy and the clean air, all that stuff was really important to me. But but coming back to this on the mortgage side of it, as I started to see solar pop up on roofs, we had a lot of our customers come out and start reaching out to us and mm -hmm. hey, tell me about this. Is this good for home ownership? Is this a good decision? Is this a bad decision? And what really got me into it is while solar is really, really good, when we started looking at the financing, we had some consumers, and again, this is several, several years ago, we had some consumers that had some pretty negative experiences with the financing. Right. Um, and when I saw, when I say the financing, that what they were paying, what they were getting in return, mm -hmm. it kind of caused me to look under the hood and I'm like, okay, this is something that's really, really good. Why is it getting negatively affected? And that's kind of what triggered my passion for kind of renewable lending is, is it was a good thing. And how can I take a good thing and make it better? How can I take my past customers, people that I've helped out? How can I protect them and, and put them into a better situation? So that's kind of how what led me to the curiosity of the green and renewable energy and those financing. Oh, that's fascinating. And I may have told you this, but you uh -huh. are a number four mortgage person that I have on my podcast. And the rest of the other uh, the other three all talked about their own uh, green products, green financing yep. products. And um, unfortunately, though, um, these, I'm sure you're aware of other green financing products such as the EEM, the Energy okay. Efficiency Mortgage, uh, Green Choice, Home Style. Those are all uh, 
FHA and Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae and all that. So um, when I heard about lotility, I was like, you know, a little bit skeptical because yeah. I know that all these other products are available, but they're not really utilized. And, and especially in the last, you know, three years or so when the uh, interest rate was so low, it really didn't make yeah. sense to even, you know, consider something different and yep. the, the loans were available for most of the people at such a low rate that you know that may be the reason that some of those green products didn't really fly but um you know i was excited to hear that you have closed uh, some dozens of uh loans green loans for we're your... actually closer to like hundreds of these things so oh, that's yeah, great that's even better yeah yeah so, I, I can understand that. Yeah, it's it's been tough over the years. You know, it's it's been a journey. When we saw this need, we we saw you know the Fannie Freddie FHA VA. They have all these semblances mm -hmm. of products and stuff mm -hmm. like that, and it's all kind of theoretical. And when we got into the weeds and started to try to do these, it's been difficult. What in my career. I've spent times on the backside of mortgages, on the secondary side of stuff. Mm -hmm. What it takes to not only underwrite and close and fund a loan, but get it right. secured on the secondary markets, getting it sold to Fannie or Freddie and doing those things. And so when we went through that, it's been a journey of working with appraisers, mm -hmm. working with um, different, you know, the the GSEs, mm -hmm. FHFA, mm -hmm. Jenny May, mm -hmm. and, and them not even understanding some of their guidelines. And it's been fortunate that we were able to create you know, this lotility, the suite of products. And mm -hmm. so inside of there, we still do some of those other products, but it's been this journey to where it goes from theoretical to, okay, we're underwriting, we're closing, we're funding, we're, we're doing all these things, we're getting them sold, mm -hmm. we're servicing. I'm fortunate mm -hmm. that the, the parent company that I work with, um, we can service our own loans. It's enabled us to create our own proprietary product I see. Um, that has a lot of similarities so that we can bridge the gap that some of the... You know, the, the solar wind, you know, the FHA, uh, the solar wind and thermal loan has, or some of the right. home style stuff has mm -hmm. been able to kind of bridge those gaps. It's definitely been a journey in those last two years. It imposed its own own set of circumstances with that. So so it's definitely been good. Yeah. So let's hear about this lotility. Uh, if you can just tell us what, so lotility is a, a unique product that you offer and yes. it's, we can we can say that this is a green financing product. Definitely a green financing product. Okay. You're going to see a lot of similarities with some of the Fannie and Freddie stuff, but mm -hmm. I think to kind of address it, let's let's go back a step. Um, mm -hmm. I think we'll kind of uncover and kind of peel back the onion here a little bit on this. Right. Um, so, from a real estate perspective, homeowners are interested in, or home buyers. Let me rephrase that. Home mm -hmm. buyers are interested in. Okay. How much money is it going to take me out of pocket to buy a house? Right. Okay, that, that's the big question. Do I have enough money out of pocket? Right. Two, what's my monthly payment? Mm -hmm. Right. And and what do I get for that monthly payment? Are mm -hmm. the things that they're asking themselves. And so when we apply that concept into the renewable energy side of stuff and, mm -hmm. and what Lotility does, we basically said, okay, how do we help these consumers get the most value for their payment? And, and help them save a month. So we went to work on the waste that was in the solar financing space. Right. And I think kind of that's where it's important because what we saw, and, and I'm going to kind of digress there and, and bring it back here. So, sure. so what we saw in that, in the home buying space a little bit is when somebody moves into a house, 
Um, and as some solar company comes and knocks on the door and offers them this the solar tools or solar financing, mm -hmm. the financing that they've been using is has dealer fees in it. It's got 15, 20, the new, some of the new with, with the increase in the Fed funds rate, some of these dealer fees are as much as 40%. Right, mm -hmm. it was inflating the cost of solar. Right. So, so what our product does is we said, okay, hey, let's get rid of the waste of dealer fees because mm -hmm. if we can get rid of dealer fees, mm -hmm. that's going to cut anywhere from twenty to forty percent off of the cost of solar. Um, and, and then when we also we looked at it under the hood, we looked and said, all right, there's some excessive sales commissions. If you just jump on any Facebook group, you'll see that solar is. You know, a lot of people bragging about how much they make in solar, right? right? And so what we did is we said, okay, let's partner with people who value what we value. Mm -hmm. and, and let's see if let's get rid of that waste and let's turn that over to a home buyer. Because when you purchase a home, it's more than just principal and interest. It's right. you're never going to own a home and, and not pay utilities, not have a power payment, not have a gas payment, not have mm -hmm. a water payment. Mm -hmm. So we said, okay, let's talk about PITI plus utilities. And, and then what's that total payment? And then how can we maximize that for our home buyers? And, and that's kind of where we got to this. Okay, let's, let's, we've got something here because when we take of the waste that's in utility payments, how do we increase home affordability with that? Right. So what we did with our product and how that all relates to it is essentially in its most simplest form, we maximize their utility payments and that gives somebody more buying power. And when it gives somebody more buying power, that enables them to make energy efficient improvements, right? An energy efficient house is a lower cost to own. So that enables them to lower the cost of home ownership. So what we did there is we combined traditional home purchasing. This is where just traditional, like we're all used to, we can go buy a home, all the same underwriting, all those different things. So a consumer can buy a home. And then in addition to that, we can finance the renewable energy improvements. Um, one of the things that we did there with that is traditionally consumers are used to having to have a home appraised for what it, you know, uh, right. up, the sales price, and the appraised value usually have to be the same. Mm -hmm. And what we realized is appraisal rules just haven't caught up with the new technologies. And so there was a gap there. Mm -hmm. um, and so with that, with our new financing tool, somebody can purchase a home and then we can finance renewable energy improvements on top of that. Mm -hmm. And when you combine those together, you get rid of the waste of some of the bad solar finance or the bad renewable energy financing. You get mm -hmm. rid of a bunch of waste with sell side of stuff. And at the end result, somebody lives in a more affordable home by combining those two together. Right. And so the cost of home ownership drops. Uh, there's no excessive fines and stuff like that and that or fees. And that's where it makes it so it's more efficient. So for the real estate agents out there, the simplest way I can explain it is it's just like purchasing a home and then doing a gigantic escrow hold back for renewable improvements. Mm -hmm. We don't have to worry about the appraised value because we'll go above the appraised value. Mm -hmm. And those improvements, renewable energy improvements, reduce the power or utility payments so low that a consumer can make those improvements and still have roughly the same monthly cost. Right. Kind of that is. Yeah. So, so far what I'm hearing is the mechanics of the loan is uh, similar, if not the same to green choice or home style. Yep. EM. So tell me how differentiates Lotility from some of the other uh, products some of the other products, mm -hmm. so some of the other products um, you have to get an appraisal 
Okay. And mm. well, we always are going to have to get an appraisal on all of them, right? Right. right. But what happens is that a, the, the loan amount that it <laughs> can qualifies for is going to be based on what the appraised value is for, right? I and see. there's a ratio and a spread. The problem with that is appraisers don't know how to appraise renewable energies, right? <laughs> Even the ones that have taken the class, it's so subjective. Mm -hmm. The other problem that you'll have, and, and again, let me give some credit to, to uh, appraisers. Appraisers, if we look at the value of a home on an appraisal, it's based on a home that's similar in age, style, and design within right. a certain proximity. So what happens is an appraiser has to go in and use comparable homes that have been sold. Right. The problem that we have where, where solar is still relatively new, mm -hmm. what happens is a, a real estate agent gets gets a listing that has solar on it. They don't understand how it works. They don't understand renewable energy. They're not trained in it. So, you know, out of unintentional ignorance, they list that home for sale that has renewable energy for the exact same price of a home that has renewable energy that doesn't, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So when an appraiser goes and says, okay, Don, um, you know, I went inside of a, a one mile, two mile radius of this house. And it's, uh, you know, let's say it's a, a 2,000, 3,000 square foot rambler just to pull mm -hmm. something up. Mm -hmm. These other three homes had solar on them and they're 3,000 square foot ramblers as well. And they sold for roughly the same price right. as a home. They have solar and they sold for the same price that a home without solar had. And so those appraisers have to use those comparables. Right. And so when they do that, the appraisers aren't able to give dollar for dollar value across the way. Mm -hmm. and so what happens is a consumer might spend $20,000, $40,000 on a solar system, right. but the value uh, that an appraiser can give that house based on comparables might only be $5,000, $6,000. Yes. Because of comparable cells. Mm -hmm. So that mechanism of the old way, old way of lending is what limits potential buyers and current homeowners to really see and maximize the equity that's in their house. Now, right. we've been working with the GSEs, with Fannie, Freddie, FHFA to improve some of those. There's some improvements on the horizon. Mm -hmm. But what makes us different is we said appraiser appraise it like you're used to go compare that 3000 square foot home rambler to any other 3000 square foot rambler right. and let's keep you traditionally keep you knowing what you're knowing and then what happens is, is we're going to go above that appraised value and go in addition to that now we have similar we have some restrictions on amounts it's not an unlimited budget there right. but what that does is um it enables us to maximize buying power, maximize loan amounts, maximize those things for the consumer mm -hmm. so that they put themselves in a better situation. Right, right. So the mechanics are when a consumer, you know, if we're talking about a differentiating side of this stuff, what the mechanics are is if somebody comes to me and says, Don, I'm only going to be in my house for a year, six months to a year, not a good product. We shouldn't do that for them, right? right. Because yeah. we're combining it to their loan. Sure. But most of the consumers that we deal with and see, it's, it's no, I can see myself there for three to five, six years, right? Mm -hmm. Now, by combining it, by reducing their power payments or their gas payments, right. now lowering the cost of home ownership for them, and, and now their old power payment is going towards paying off their mortgage. Mm -hmm. And that's where we see the difference. So really, it comes down to the value, mm -hmm. um, the appraised value, 
the way that they do it versus the way that we do it and, and how we combine those in a purchase or on a refinance side of stuff. I see. So maybe it would be a, a easier to follow, um, you know, this whole mecha mechanism. If you can give me a scenario of actual uh, case study of, you know, maybe somebody who purchased a home, new new home or purchased home using uh, lotility. So okay. maybe you can walk me through that. So I'm going to give you some numbers here and I'll try to keep it. As, obviously, I talk a lot and I'm long winded here. But let me try to make it as simple as possible. Sure. So $7. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this is an important number. If you take somebody's utility bill, okay, mm -hmm. and divide it by seven mm -hmm. and then times it by a thousand. So what happens is a consumer comes in and they have a $210 power bill okay mm -hmm. divide that by seven and then we times that so that's three times right. that by a thousand that's thirty thousand mm -hmm. dollars the reason why that's an important equation is because for roughly the same amount of money i now give a consumer thirty thousand dollars more of buying power mm. for the same monthly outgo um what that means is let's say that when you combine the principal and interest payment taxes and insurance. Mm -hmm. uh, in this instance, it's a it's a 4% down payment program. So so 4%. So we have principal and interest, taxes and insurance, mortgage insurance, and their power payment. Right. When you look at the way that they purchased that house versus the way that they purchased this new house, we're giving consumers $30,000 worth of buying power. Mm. So that's a, a sample of somebody who's thinking about buying a home. It gives us whether they want to buy more house uh, whether they want to add all that in renewable energy. Um, some of our partners will even rebate that back to the customer and, and those set of things. So uh, if we wanted to, I could actually share my screen and show you guys sure. examples if we wanted to on that really quick. Yeah, let's do um, that. You want to do that real quick? Okay, mm -hmm. perfect. Except uh, you would probably have to explain it verbally so for the listening audience. Perfect. This is, a, I'm going to show you two, I'm going to show you two screens here. Okay. Right? <clears throat> um, and what this is an example of uh, is I've got a picture of three houses, right? Mm -hmm. and with right. those three houses, we're just using a simple example right. of house A is done the traditional way, maybe a home built to code or, mm -hmm. or basically what that is. Mm -hmm. And so in this example, uh, it's you have a, a traditional home with a traditional principal and interest payment. So I'm looking at a, a $400,000 with a 5.5% interest rate on a 30-year loan. Okay. So in this example, we have a principal and interest payment of 2,272. I did taxes and insurance, and they'll be the same in every one. Mm -hmm. And then a power payment of $225. So that's our base house. Mm -hmm. Now, I tell this story because imagine you're a consumer and you're trying to decide between three different houses. Right. I've got house A, house B, house C. Right. The first house is just traditional. That's a 5% down, uh, you know, with a 5.5% interest rate. Here's what you get. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, the other house you could choose for, same square footage, same floor plan, same everything in this, this hypothetical situation. Mm -hmm. In there, what we're going to do is we're increase the mortgage a little bit. And so you're going to have a little bit higher mortgage payment because we're going to finance some renewable energies in this. Mm -hmm. And in financing that renewable energy, adding solar in this example, 
We're going to increase the mortgage amount, but we're going to decrease the utility payment. So again, same sales price, same everything. This time our loan amount jumps up 20 grand, right? Mm -hmm. So our payment is $2372. It's an extra $100 a month. So our mortgage payment went up by $100. Right. But in our example, our power payment dropped from $225 down to $25. Mm. So we're basically moving things from the, the, the power, the utility cost of power. We're saving money there, but we're increasing the mortgage line. Mm -hmm. So this is an example when somebody only does maybe $18,000 of improvements. You know, This third house is a house where not only they did solar, maybe they did a bunch of smart home energy we increased or maybe there was five to ten thousand dollars in closing cost credits that the solar company provided for here so here again we made the mortgage a little bit even higher than the middle example right mm -hmm. so the mortgage payment is almost two hundred dollars a month you know a hundred uh two hundred dollars a month more mm -hmm. than the baseline model right but again, we got rid of that power payment and so net 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 the consumer's payment is just the same as the first house only in this house, they're walking into $30,000 worth of renewable energy improvements. So typically, and I talk about solar a lot, is because it saves a lot of money for customers. It really is what reduces a lot of the power bill, mm -hmm. but somebody could do things more in, in more of examples. So from a real estate agent perspective or a home buyer perspective, do you want house A that is average, nothing, your traditional old school house, no modern amenities, you know, it's just your traditional house. House B that just has solar, but my payment is $100 cheaper a month than the other house. Or right. house C that is a smart home with renewable energy. Maybe we have a, a heat pump. Maybe we have a couple different things to even reduce some of the, uh, the gas prices. And that house is even more affordable. And when we talk to consumers and we deal with consumers, most of our consumers want that high performance house is a term that you're going to hear more and more of right. the house that has solar it has a bunch of those smart energy aspects of it mm -hmm. now Ooh. so so when we say i have a buyer client okay. and we are looking for homes mm -hmm. and and you know there are there are more uh, properties available out there that has solar panels on already but if we don't have, if we, if we find something that doesn't have any renewable energy already installed, uh, my buyer can come to you and say, hey, I am looking to make an offer on this house, um, but I want to put in some renew renewable energy or I want to do some efficiency upgrades, whether yeah. it's going to be appliances or you can cover uh, insulation, like envelope issues. Um, uh -huh. So So then you would, the idea is that the, you would issue an, a loan for my client to purchase the property and add the renewable or whatever the upgrade that we're going to do as one loan. And then it's going to be a first mortgage, right? Correct. They'll have only one mortgage on there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the mechanics of that is exactly that. Right. We would we would we would issue a pre-approval just like traditional home buyers, but mm -hmm. we're going to approve them for more than the sales price. Right. So now you have a home buyer with a pre-approval letter. We'll even do a closing guarantee mm -hmm. that we'll ensure that we'll close in time. Mm -hmm. And say, okay, Zumi, go find these people the best possible house that you can. Okay. Mm -hmm. So inside of that, they find a house that they love. Now in that, make an offer just like you would normal with earnest, mm -hmm. thing like that. Right. We're going to ask for a two-week financing contingency deadline. Okay. And the reason why we want that two-week financing contingency deadline is when that offer goes into the house, we need to get 
just would normal home inspection on any transaction. Uh-huh. We want that home inspector to go in and look at the 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 the, the guts of the house. Right. Is do the electro uh, the electrical panels need to be upgraded? Right. Mm-hmm. They're going to come back with any feedback. Maybe right. we talked to the consumer. And we said, okay, we're going to assume you need a seven kilowatt system, mm-hmm. but because the inspector tells us, no, everything's good, or we can go down to a six, or maybe we need to go to an eight. So inside of that. Inside of that two-week period, mm-hmm. the inspection's getting done, and we're confirming the numbers. We're reviewing those with the potential with the buyer, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to assume everything's good. Mm-hmm. From there, we we close and fund just like normal. Inside of mm-hmm. thirty days, from contract mm-hmm. to closing, we are we're closing it in that in that thirty-day window. We ask for a thirty-day contract, just like okay. normal. Okay. Now, when the loan closes and funds. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets paid like you're used to. Real estate agents get paid. Right. Seller gets paid. Right. We close and fund the transaction, record on title, right. and, and the consumer can take occupancy. And right. that's really, really important because you don't have to worry about the seller saying no to this. You don't have to, uh, you know, the seller, you don't, we're not doing anything before the consumer takes, the buyer takes mm-hmm. occupancy and takes ownership. Mm-hmm. So, once we fund the loan, whatever the additional portion was that they wanted to do, let's say they're going to do $40,000 or $50,000, right. maybe they're going to do right. solar panels and a battery, right? right. right. We'll, we'll, we'll fund whichever the third-party contractor company is. Mm-hmm. We'll fund 50% of that to the contracting company right. um, to install the solar panels, do the permitting, get that on the roof. Right. And then once that is on the roof, uh, we send out an appraiser or one of our inspectors to confirm everything's done like they said it would. Mm-hmm. And then we fund the remaining 50% uh, mm-hmm. to that third-party company, just like you would on an escrow holdback. Um, but in doing that, now a customer walks into a house. They've never had to make a power payment. They've locked in their cost of power for the future. So we have all know, you know power costs have gone up. Uh, I, I love some of the backup batteries that are going on, mm-hmm. you know with the rolling things that we're seeing all throughout the country, sure. whatever, whatever they decide to do in insulation, windows, uh, whatever it might be, right. Mm-hmm. We can put that mm-hmm. package together, help them put that package together with them or, or work with third-party companies to help them put that package together. But then they get to take ownership. It's all one loan. There's no additional liens. There's no additional expenses. It's, it's now it comes in and it all gets installed once, once they move into the house and now they're operating in a, you know, a high performance home with renewable energy and an energy right. efficient home. Right. And they're maximizing that. Now, who, who is responsible for selecting the third party vendors and who okay. is responsible for uh, supervising or overseeing the, the work? So we vet uh, there's there's two things one i've got a stack of preferred vendors that we've worked with in the past and they have experience I see. this and so we can make some high recommendations mm-hmm. part of the things that i if if a company says hey i want to do this you know our, our part of my caution is i want to make sure companies are are taking care of the consumer and not sure. we just save 20 to 40% in the dealer fee i don't want to see somebody get charged 20 to 40% more right so because we're fronting the money on, on this, we want to make sure it's a reputable company mm-hmm. that uh, is going to get this thing done. So so we have several checks and balances in, in doing this in place. And so uh, it, it's kind of a partnership between the consumer, the home buyer, right. us, and the contractor. And obviously, uh, most of the real estate agents that we work with, they stay involved as well because they want their buyers Absolutely. to be happy. And what we find is that referral business, right? I mean, mm-hmm. When you look at this and you're talking about it from a consumer's perspective, 
you know, let's use this analogy of a, a $30,000 improvement. Most of these $30,000 improvements now qualify for tax credits. Right. Well, that, that, that at $30,000 improvement would qualify for a $9,000 tax credit. Mm -hmm. And if we did some energy efficient appliances in there and a couple other things, the new IRA, um, that in, um, inflation reduction act mm -hmm. is now loaded with a bunch of rebates for customers. Exactly. Yes. And yes. so these customers, when we look about, when we look at it, it's one, they're, they're, they don't have to have multiple loans. They don't have to come up with the cash in front of it. Right. The monthly payment is the exact same. And now they just qualified for, you know, tens of thousands of dollars in tax credits and rebates mm -hmm. on top of that as well. Mm -hmm. So getting off on all these tangents, um, sorry, the, That's okay. uh, we, we work with the, we work with the contractors and, and it's, it is that partnership that'll do that but we definitely have a strict vetting process we have to license it cannot be done a consumer can't come in or a home buyer can't come in and say hey i want to be my own contractor i've got to have a third party that is that is licensed and and that we can approve to go in and do those improvements but they can work with multiple contractors they can mm -hmm. do one for insulation one for windows right. one for renewable energy right. um, there's several different things that we could do there i see so so this can also be applied to the uh uh IRA, obviously, when the rebates come, you know, I know that they're not quite ready yet no. as of today, but uh, it will be available later this this year, and yes. the tax in, tax credit will be already available. So, yeah. so you can you can work with your consumers, uh, uh, homeowners or home borrowers to make sure that you can get those things done. Yeah. Now. Now, my question is, how does it work for the refinancing scenario? Um, you said that you, you do refinancing, correct? Correct. Uh -huh. So on the refinance side of things, there's there's two things. Mm -hmm. um, I'll talk about in theory, and then I'll talk about what we're seeing today. Sure. So, so in theory, again, and it's the same. Um, when you're above banking, most traditional banking, when you're limited to 80%, right? right. Um, so... So whatever the value of the home is, you're limited to 80%. Mm -hmm. With our product, we can go above 80% of the value mm -hmm. of the home mm -hmm. and make those renewable energy improvements there. And so, so we're not restricted, again, coming back to the appraisal side of stuff. Right. But in theory, with, look, anybody prior to, you know, the beginning of, you know, the end of 2021, yeah. they have a three, three and a half percent rate right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so is this loan might not make sense for those people, right. but all of the people that have purchased since March of 2022 to today, mm -hmm. it might make sense for them to come in and refinance and at the same time of lowering their mortgage rate, right. adding some of this renewable energy thing. Mm -hmm. Now, the one caveat I will give to you on that side of stuff is cash flow. Uh, a recent study, it was uh, an article in Yahoo Finance in December, right around right around Christmas. Mm -hmm. There was a study done that basically said 20 million Americans are late on their utility payments. Almost one in six people oh, wow. are paying their utility payments right now. Yes. And a lot of that, what happens is there's a lot of people, all these inflationary costs are crushing these households. Yeah. And so somebody who might have purchased a home uh, you know, maybe three years ago, five years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. They have a three and a half percent rate or a 3% rate, which is great, but they've have all this consumer debt. They may have credit card debt. They right. may have all of these debts that are lining up. Right. Um, just the other day, I, I uh, we helped a couple and we took them from a, uh, it was a three and a quarter percent rate. And we took them all the way up to a six and a half percent rate based on what their credit score was and what mm -hmm. they qualified for. Mm -hmm. 
But when we paid off all of their high interest debt mm -hmm. and added solar at the same time, so mm -hmm. we paid off all this debt, added solar, we mm -hmm. literally saved them over a thousand dollars a month because really? we were able to consolidate all that debt. And so wow. a lot of it is about cash flow. The season that that couple happened to be in, the family that they happened to be in, but mm -hmm. saving a thousand dollars a month was super, super important to them. Look, right. mortgage rates are going to come down. Um, every time mortgage rates follow inflation, as inflation right. goes up, rates go up. Right. As inflation goes down, rates are going to come down. Right. And as inflation continues to get better, rates are going to come to get better. So for that specific example, in that family, it's like, think of this as a two-step process. Mm -hmm. Let's reduce your cash flow. Uh, and now as rates get better, three months, six months, whatever, a year down that road, then mm -hmm. they can refinance it back down. But in the meantime, they just got $1,000 a month of breathing room. And, and that's where it was helpful for them. So on the current homeowner, it's kind of a case-by-case -case scenario. Uh, right. What I tell people is this is a tool. Mm -hmm. And like anything, when you use the right tool for the right job, it's fantastic. But if you mm -hmm. tried to build a house with only a screwdriver, you'd probably be pretty frustrated. So <laughs> it's kind of understanding, it's kind right. of understanding what this, this, what this tool is. Right. Um, now, so um, I understand how it works now. So uh -huh. do that does volatility have any limitations? I may have asked you this when when we first spoke. Like I am in LA market, yep. so most so median prices are probably hovering somewhere around one point five million for yep. homes in L, in LA or Southern California or many other cities in uh -huh. the country. Um, so those are con those would be considered jumbo loans, and do do uh, does volatility provide jumbo or do you have any upper limit on on the loan yeah so what we do we're going to service these loans people are going to make their we're going to do the loans they're going to make their payment to us mm -hmm. but we do on the secondary side end up securitizing these on the secondary side and where mm -hmm. it's a brand new market and a brand new product our investors that we work with um they're more flexible and more um uh, tolerant to risk in that conventional size loan limit. So California, right. most of it, you're going to be $700,000 and less plus or right. minus. Right. Does the theory make sense to do on a purchase? Yes. If somebody said, hey, I'm looking at a million and a half dollar house and I have X dollars for a down payment, mm -hmm. I can show you how it would work and what, what they would have. But, but we're fitting into a different program and a different tool. I, I think see. that's kind of what's been the biggest struggle for us and say struggle. The biggest advantage is being able to find mortgage insurance partners. What we find right. um, as we put this product together was to find mortgage insurance companies that would come in and invest this. Right. What the real advantage is, is we see pretty aggressive rates because to make this product work on our proprietary stuff, we had to find mortgage insurance companies right. that would come in and, and, and insure this. Right. And so our proprietary product has slightly higher mortgage insurance rates. Now it still mm -hmm. cash flows and makes sense for the buyer, mm -hmm. but because uh, our product has higher mortgage insurance, investors are more apt to purchase it because more in investors want to purchase it. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, you know, think of it as an investment. If you're an investor, do you want to purchase this asset that has no insurance or this asset that if the consumers default, it's still insured. And so because our product has higher mortgage insurance, we tend to see a pretty aggressive side on a pricing side of it that yeah. translates into a pretty aggressive uh, rate. So from a consumer perspective, there's 
not just the energy savings, but typically the rates are going to be super, super competitive on what they might see anywhere else as well. Mm, interesting. Now, so here's a, another question. Okay. So like, say, for instance, my buyer's looking around yep. and happen to find a already pretty uh, efficient, you know, energy efficient home, maybe even have solar panels on. Now, if you have a buyer like that, do you give them some kind of a reward for buying already efficient home or energy, you know, energy upgraded homes? Like, don't you think it should be some kind of incentives for buyers to look for those properties? So if you're <laughs> a home buyer, I'm telling you, you should be hunting for those properties. Yeah. Because if we look at, look at the cost of power, mm -hmm. just like a, we buy a house, Right. When was the best time to buy a house? Three years ago. Right. Look at what power was three years ago. Where do you think that cost of power is going to go? Yeah. So it, when you find a house that already has renewable energy on top of it, mm -hmm. you're basically buying a home. Think of it as, as a super high gas mileage house. Yeah. Now, and so to me, you're already getting a still of affordability because there are a lot of real estate agents that don't understand this concept mm -hmm. and they are pricing homes incorrectly. Yeah. And so imagine getting a house the equivalent would be imagine if you could have bought a, a an unlimited supply of gasoline when gasoline was a dollar fifty a gallon, right? right? Right. That's kind of the analogy. Now, so so I can't do anything as far as that. What we do factor into if somebody does do that, mm -hmm. there's a couple different options. A lot of consumers that don't know use traditional financing to buy their house, and so when they right. use traditional financing to buy their house, it might be okay. I've got to buy this house, and I've got to either pay off the solar loan right. or the seller's going to have to pay that off and right. there's some negotiation that can go there right if there is existing solar financing on the home right. uh, we can take over and pay off that existing solar financing that's on the home now, i see so there's so there's some advantages there if you have a seller that won't budge and somebody really likes the house and the so the seller doesn't want to pay off that solar loan that they got three or four years ago mm -hmm. a couple things we can do there uh, and then the other thing that you might see is it's becoming more and more popular with that NEM3 uh, rules that just got passed there in California. Mm -hmm. You're going to see more and more people go to what's called a lease or a power purchase agreement. Yes. Um, those leases and power purchase agreement are okay, but they're not great. From a mortgage and underwriting guideline perspective, the consumer doesn't own the power. The consumer right. doesn't own the equipment. Mm -hmm. And so from an appraisal guideline perspective, you can't increase the value of the home because they don't own it. Right. Whereas when somebody owns the power, they own the solar system, then we can use it to increase the value. Yeah. And you are seeing, like, again, we, we're working with Fannie and Freddie and Jenny May. Mm -hmm. there, there's some really exciting things that are happening for, real, for appraisers that are going to be able to help them really quantify those savings mm -hmm. and so that they can increase the value. But right now it's just not there. So, so to answer your question, if I'm a home buyer right now and I can steer them to a home with renewable energy and the real estate agent that's listing the property doesn't get it, man, you are getting your home buyers a home run. You need to, <laughs> you need to talk longevity with them, right? Total cost of home ownership. Right. When you compare that house with a house that doesn't have solar. Right. Um, and then it's more so just understanding how do we help home buyers get into those homes, uh, you know, the best way possible? Mm. Now, so so you service all over the country, correct? You, all, correct. All Every state ex except for New York. I don't lend in New York. Is that right? That's interesting. That right. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, we have uh, my group Latitude has uh, two agents in New York, so great place. I love <laughs> just not to lend there, okay. <laughs> you know, great, but great, great place. So, so yeah. So, but other all the other parts of the country, and that's where it comes into. Remember that seven dollar figure, right? Mm -hmm. when you're, if you're in the part of the country that maybe has, like, you know, in some of those more expensive areas, mm -hmm. you know, where power like Connecticut, Massachusetts, New Jersey, right. New Hampshire, some of those parts of the country, it's super expensive. Mm -hmm. You know, California, um, you know, some of those areas where that cost of power, if it's a three hundred fifty dollar a month power bill, yeah, man, that's fifty thousand dollars of buying power. That's fifty thousand dollars of to work with yeah. to make your home smart higher home performance more insulation yeah. and that is going to be roughly the same same price nice. you know where that might be where mm -hmm. i'm at here in, in locally in utah our price per watt is you know 13 14 cents mm -hmm. and so there's savings there but not as much right. of, of those sort of things so nice. Nice. It, it, it's one of those things where it's the more the more expensive the power the better it is mm -hmm. and so at what stage of their buying process should I have my buyer contact you and um, start the process of getting approved? Yeah, so I would tell you as early in the process, what okay. we've seen, I'm gonna switch gears and go to the home buying perspective. Mm -hmm. When a consumer is thinking about buying a home, they kind of go through a couple stages. Like what if we buy, should we buy, where would I buy, what would that look like? Right. And what we find is the earliest in, the, in, the, in, the, in that decision process we mm -hmm. can get them, it's the education piece because right. coming back to traditional mortgages, if we get with somebody early enough, maybe we can find something to help their credit scores improve, to get them a lower rate. Maybe we just educate them of what to look for. And so for us in, in getting with them, when we have a first discussion, we sit down and it's education, right? Yeah. We want to show them. I want to compare, Hey, if you buy a traditionally, this is what it looks like. If you use this product, here's what that looks like. Yeah. And then they can walk into a house with their eyes wide open going, okay, here's what payments might be. Here's mm -hmm. what I can do. Mm -hmm. You know, what are they looking for from that side of stuff? And then our goal is to get them pre-approved. We underwrite close and, and fund everything here. So from a home from a real estate agent perspective, we want to get their, like, we want to look at their income. We want to get them all approved so that ideally we can give you a closing guarantee that when they find that house that they offer, we guarantee, or we'll pay the sellers, you know, uh, right now it's a $5,000 guarantee. Mm -hmm. Hey, well, addition to the earnest money, if we don't close on time, we'll pay an additional $5,000 to you, the seller, because your buyers are competing you know, um, not just against, you know, they're competing against other offers. And right. so how do we make this offer of, of, of the, the home buyer, how do we make it stand out amongst the competitors? And mm -hmm. so for us, the earlier we can get them, the more fully qualified we can get them, the bigger the closing guarantee we can get them. Because step one is we got to get their offer accepted. Exactly. If we don't get their offer accepted, none of this else matters. So uh, getting meeting with them early and educating them is key. Well, that falls on our shoulders as Asians, you know. Yeah. So I will be sending you my clients, and and if and if anybody listening or watching this, I want to find out more. Uh, how can they find you, or how can they find about Lotility? Great question. So the best way to look us up is Lotility.com. Okay. Um, if you reach out to us, we have a couple different contact forms. Mm -hmm. uh, we were finishing up an uh, an app for real estate.
estate agent. So that'll be available to you where oh, cool. all of this information, how it works, how to explain it to customers. I know it sounds confusing. Buying a home is already overwhelming, but we'll have that app so that you'll have access to all the information and all the forms, all those different things. So you'll do that. But but again, the easiest way to find us is lotility.com. Uh, you can also find us on social media. Uh, Instagram, Lotility um, is a great way. Look for the, it's a white logo there with a house and a sun. Uh, if you want to follow us on on social media, uh, we're obviously updating it with tips and how to's and different things to help home buyers and real that's estate fantastic. agents. That's fantastic. So it's lotility spelled L O W T I L I T Y dot com. Yep. Just we got rid of utilities and said, all right, let's try to make them lower. So <laughs> lotility. I mean, that's it's it's about as creative as we can get. But but it's it's fun to help these home buyers out and really help them qualify for more, especially. Like some of those homes with the $50,000, you know, like a bigger power bill, introducing EV chargers to them. I mean, it's just, it's fun, all of the new technology that's coming into the play and how it makes our home buyers' lives easier. Oh, so, so great to hear you. And I'm so excited to learn about Lotility. And I can't wait to refer some clients to you. Awesome. Thank you Looking so much, Don. <laughs> Thank you so much. This was Izumi Tanaka with Home Green Homes Podcast. Mm -hmm.